Welcome to Legends of Greyskull, the podcast that dives deep into the mythology of Masters of the Universe, with your hosts Matthew Dooch and Sean Scavana. News, reviews, remasterings, and more are just ahead on Legends of Greyskull. Welcome to episode 94 of Legends of Grayskull, the fan podcast where we discuss the history, mystery, the magic, and mythology of He-Man, She-Ra, Eternia, Theria, Nordor, Primus, New Adventures, Old Adventures, Ladybird, UK, Golden Books, anything and everything you can think of with that He-Man, She-Ra, Masters of the Universe, Princess of Power, that Mattel logo down in the corner. I'm Matthew Dooch, Sean Scavarno over there, there. It's been a while. And today, finally, the power returns. We're back <laughs> officially. I know we did a Legions Con fun thing with Will White, Curtis Ackerman, and Jesse Arnold. Check that out. It's on YouTube right now. But this is us, me and you, the legends of the aforementioned Grey Skull. Uh, we're not. We're not dead, people. I swear, we're not Mm-mm. dead. Uh, so, Sean, what's been yeah. up with you during our little hiatus? Oh, I feel like everything and everything and everything. But <laughs> I, if you ask me specifics, I'll be like, I don't know. I just feel like between personal and geekdom, there's been a lot going on. Yeah. And sure. I know you've had plenty going on in your own life at this point. So, yeah, it, um, it's... We're lucky to reconvene at this point. <laughs> I will take full responsibility, guys, that hiatus has been pretty much all on me. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, my wife and I recently bought a house. We moved. Congratulations. Not, thank you very much. Um, and it wasn't <laughs> just a in-town move. We actually moved cities, jobs, you know, even... You know, I'm still with the same company, but transferred locations. So it's been, a, you know, kids had to change schools. It was a big move. We're moved. We're here. Um, and now we're the basement buddies. Because Sean has always done his <laughs> in the basement. I yep. have always bounced around to whatever room is open. But I now actually have a uh mostly finished basement the room i'm in right now it is finished um i gotta get all my stuff up but you know i got i got my my couch i got my he-man pillow i got my eternia <laughs> uh blanket back here that i showed up nice. so uh just wait guys we got big things coming uh eventually <laughs> uh the plan is well here i'll let's, let's, let's take the camera around here all right so yeah so we got this with this nice basement here uh, the bar is going to come out. It's old and cracked and everything. That's the laundry room over there. Uh, yep, we got the TV. Uh, the NECA statues, they made it. Um, no more broken uh-huh. than they were. Um, yeah, those things just get brittle over the years. Like Skeletor, one of his fingernails kind of came off. And the little accessories around the base are extremely brittle. But they're, the, the statues mm-hmm. themselves are still good. That's my son's room over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so over here, that's going to be my wall. I got my one cabinet there. That's I, I need more cabinets, guys. If you're in the Northwest Indian <laughs> area and you got to hook up on some cabinets, let me know because that's the plan for that mm. wall. That's going to be the cabinet wall. Um, 
And then basically this long wall behind me, that's going to be uh, for my art. So I'm going to start nice. doing all the, the posters, cells, all that stuff I've been accumulating over the years. And now you're back to me. So Very cool. that's that's my basement tour. It's uh, We talked about it a little bit. We've actually had a... We had we were on Skelly Vader's show uh, there, yeah. and we were uh, we did our Legions Con recap. So, mm-hmm. and like I talked yeah. about a little bit, and I think it was Skelly's show. Might have been Legions Con recap too. I don't remember, but uh, like this is the first time basically since my wife and I got married. Uh, through no fault of hers, don't get me wrong, um, that my whole collection has the opportunity to be out at once once I get the display c- cases. Um, sure. And that's just because of where we've lived and having the kids and they take up room and, like, I can't fill up a room with my shit and then the baby doesn't have a place to sleep, you know, and stuff like that. So... Eh, I don't I, know. You can put it in grave school, maybe. <laughs> my point, That's a pretty big place. <laughs> my point being, I'm not saying that my wife like was like, no, you're not putting. It. She's always been very supportive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been it's me. I've said I don't have the room to do this. So now having the basement, you know, bigger yeah. house than we were in. Um, each the kids each have their own rooms now and everything else. So like, there's it's. Literally, actually, I looked it up during all the process. We literally doubled our square footage uh, buying this house. So now I feel like okay, there's some room. I can yeah, yeah. I can do this. So that's going to be exciting. Unpacking everything, like some of that Mythic Legion stuff. Uh, the trolls, those have never been opened. You know, I've got I've got quite mm-hmm. a few figures that just. I've gotten them, but I've never had a chance to... I've just left them in the pack. Even some of my uh, Super 7 Turtles stuff, Bebop, Rocksteady, I've never opened them up. So, just because I knew I couldn't display them anyways. So, I've just been holding mm-hmm. them. So, that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, see, I'm on the opposite side of that. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to do a woe is me thing or whatever, but in the last few months, I have had to ship a ton out... Uh, and today actually, uh, so basically this year has been challenging on a personal level because, uh, my wife ended up, uh, quitting her job and then it just was like, okay, it's me doing everything. How am I pulling this off? Well, the collection, some of that stuff has to go. Um, unfortunately, as much as I love it at the end of the day, it does bring in money if, Uh if you've taken care of it and you have it complete and all that stuff. So I spent a decent amount of this year putting things up and getting getting sales done. And today is the day that we got good news that now she has a job. Woo! That she doesn't start. That's she starts me. You said she had an interview. Middle, yeah. I'm glad yeah, she got yeah. it. Nice. She she went on the interview today and they gave her um they gave her a written acceptance letter and everything nice. and or or whatever they call the, that the offer but uh yeah so that was the offer yeah. yeah and that was that was like such a she came home from it and she's like 
I'm not going to even put you through this. And she just shows <laughs> me the letter. I'm like, thank you, God. Oh, but, nice, um, nice. but she doesn't start until the middle of the month. So I still have to do one more push probably yeah. with uh, selling a few more things off just to make sure we're kosher when it comes to yeah. Christmas. And that's funny that I said a kosher and Christmas and yeah. whatever. But we're, you know what I mean. Very, so We're all very open here at Legends of Grace. Yes, all yes, denominations. Yes. <laughs> so so uh, that was definitely the highlight of my week other than – no, actually there was a few good things that happened this week, but a lot of them weren't Masters related, so I'm not going to get into them too much. But that was definitely – yeah, that was a yeah. good morning <laughs> this morning. <laughs> well, let's be so. honest here. Just talking about collections and everything for a bit, like we all have those pieces, or I know I do, in the back of your head mm. where you're like, if something has to go, these yeah. are the first things, you know, and even yeah. it might not even be like, I don't know. That's just the way I think, like, cause I've been, I've been there before. Honestly, like I've told you, like when I'm unpacking, I'm probably going to take some stuff and be like, why am I still hanging on to this? Or yeah. honestly, some of this stuff, like you just see the prices it's going for and it's kind of tempting. Like, do I really need that? You know, mm-hmm. Um, especially like, like mega constructs. I love mega constructs. You know, I love my mega constructs. Yep. Um, yep. But like, I have that battle bones from the San Diego Comic Con exclusive. Never gonna give up battle mm-hmm. bones. He's awesome. But like some of those figures, because it came with like five exclusive figures only available in that set. Like I've seen the price some of those little guys are going for, like by themselves, and I'm like. Do I really need the battle damage faker with one robot arm? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? It's like no, it's it, I, it'd like, be uh, like I would never look to get rid of him, but then I see like one sold on eBay. I think it was like fifty bucks. I'm like, hmm, <laughs> you know? Yeah, no. So, <laughs> trust me, I I get it. Like. It's it's a we're in a weird time too because there has been such a glut of things in the market lately, right? And and Masters has been one of them. Like I mean, we had Eternia, and there's a few other offerings from another com- company. We'll talk about it on a different episode. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's just like there's so much stuff between Origins, Masterverse, the CGI line, yeah. Eternia, crowdfunding. And, and then like, I'm, I'm looking at classics and classics. I mean, I love the line, yeah. but right now, because there's so much out there for the new stuff, you try selling classics right now. There's, it's hard. They're stagnant. It's not any, yeah, it's like because it's such a niche, I would, I wouldn't really call it a boutique item, but that would be a boutique item because it was like an online only. You go, you know, you go to the, you know, Maddie, Maddie collector and all that stuff. So like, you know, a lot of people are just like jumping right over that and going right into Masterverse and what and I can understand it from, you know, a dollars and cents point of view. But not only that still real quick here, look because I've been thinking about this a lot lately, because I've thrown some stuff up and I've thrown some I felt good deals out. And Mm -hmm. like you said, there's just nothing. Crickets. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think the Honestly, I think what really is hurting it right now, and, you know, I know I I have a few pieces that I got 
from Maddie Collector for retail. But a yeah. lot of my collection I gathered on the secondary market. I was one after classics ended. That's when I kind of got into a better place financially. You know, I think same as you. So same, yep. Like I, I, I wouldn't say I paid exorbitant prices for the majority of my figures, but I definitely paid more than retail. And mm-hmm. and there was that huge boom, and you know, twenty eighteen to twenty twenty, like basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. There was. I have no problem with you being here. Stay away from the keyboard. Uh, for our audio listeners, my uh, cat Willow has decided to join us. And she wants to play on the keyboard. Um, but yeah, so there was that big boom there, right? Like there was nothing really... Co- Super 7 was kind of releasing a wave of like one a quarter. You know, like mm-hmm. that kind of... And nothing else was really there. So there was that huge boom and I think that's what's really holding it back now because basically, if you want to move classics now, you got to drop them. But most of us yep. paid, you know. I mean, I can't imagine. I held out for good deals, but some guys were just buying. So, like, if you paid a hundred, a hundred twenty bucks for one figure, you can't let it go for sixty bucks, which is probably where it would sell now. So I, I don't want to say the bottom fell out of that market, but it kind of did. Like. They mm-hmm. have to be priced at a premium, but no one's willing to pay the premium at this moment. So, well, probably the only good thing going for it is that was still a a little bit more of an exclusive item compared mm-hmm. to you, they don't have the numbers that Masterverse and that Origins right. have. So, if somebody would go back and try to collect them, you're still going to end up having you're you're going to at least. If you yeah. paid Maddie Collector prices, you're going to at least maybe triple those. But right. they, it, like the days of three hundred dollars scare glows are in the past, right. and I didn't even try to sell a scare glow or a fisto, right. but I tried putting like Slammerai out there. Yeah, He's one of the was, few exclusives. He was a good two hundred dollar figure there for a while. Just by yeah, himself. I got him. I got him on eBay for a hundred after uh, yep. after PowerCon that year, and I was like, I'll just put him out for a hundred nothing right that's what just I, like you were that's saying. what i'm saying so like so it's just they're there and that's it no one can discount their prices so the market isn't really you know the market value isn't dropping because nobody can afford to go down so like sure but no one's buying either um yeah that so just kind of and I, I still spot with them right now well that and and i mean like there has been a lot going on oh yeah within the the you know the market and and whatnot for masters. I mean, I know it was a huge win for a, a ton of people out there when Eternia got yep. going. Yep. yep. And you know, it's like I that that's that's one of the things since since we haven't done Legends. Yep. Um, I've been jumping back and forth on Skelevator's channel and uh, Ostradamus Toys, and they'll have me on from time to time, and those. These guys love talking origins. Yep, they love talking uh, masterverse and stuff. And I'm usually the guy just sitting there, and I'm like, I'm happy for everyone, you know. I'm like <laughs> that guy, and I'm like, I'm really happy for everyone. But at the end of the day, you know, I'm still that guy where I'm waving the classics flag for how long? Because yeah. no matter what Mattel is putting out now, I still don't see the quality that we had from classics. Oh, There's just no way around that. 
And no offense to Oz or Skelevator, who I know absolutely love Origins and whatnot. Yeah. But it, uh, they see it from my perspective and I see it from theirs. So there is this common ground that we have, which is great. But, um, and also, by the way, uh, to any of our listeners, check their channels out on YouTube. Yeah. Um, the Toy Frenzy podcast. They, yeah. those guys, those guys bring some really good positivity to toy collecting that I enjoy. So anytime the Skelevator calls, I usually say yes because he's definitely created a nice positive and fan friendly and collector friendly sure. uh, universe while I'm trying to knock down my iPad. Ooh, yeah, we were on there. <laughs> that hurt worse than Master's Prices. Both of us so, yeah. were on their Friendsgiving episode. And they had a yeah. lot of good people on there. Some people I was meeting for the first time that I've since checked out Stand. their channels and stuff. Um, and I did talk to Skelly Vader. Hope he doesn't mind me spoiling this, but for those of you who are audio-only listeners, like myself, uh, it sounds like they're going to start uh, getting on that front so they won't just be on YouTube. Because I told them straight up, I'm like, I would love to follow you. I don't YouTube. I just, I don't... Mm -hmm. uh, When I listen to podcasts, it's on my drives or while I'm working doing the stocking, you know, when I don't have to think. And I, I told them straight up, I'm like, I would love to keep up with your channel... I just, I don't do podcasts that way, and so hopefully it sounds like they've got some stuff in the works so that audio only can Very cool. partake as well. So that'll be, that'll be fun. And I'll, and I'll have something to binge and catch up on. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah, because those guys are, it seems like every night there, there's something going on on those channels, and sure, it's like, I, sure. I can't keep up with it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so, so crazy, the, the, the community they've amassed just within their friends and everything, so. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, so Eternia. Did you get Eternia? No, I did not get Eternia. Was it? Did was you it, get Eternia? Well, we're still on you. Uh, oh, we're on me. Okay. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> so, I think I've told the story, but I did not get Eternia. Um, I did not know about the Eternia playset until basically the internet. Um, I take that back. Technically, the first, uh, it wasn't even Toy Fair yet, like, uh, oh, what was the magazine before that? Like, maybe, like, was it Tomart's, uh... Tomart's Toy Guide Toy or something Guide, like yeah, like... Yeah. I got one of those, and remember they used to have, in the back of all the Toy Fair, when it came out in Tomart's, and was it Lee's, I think? I got my yeah. memories bad. All those toy magazines... Every month they would have the listings in the back of the market prices. Yeah. Um, and they fluctuate and everything. But it was all text. It was just, you know, yep. He Man 1983 reissue, you know, t- shit back then, probably like 15 bucks on card and five bucks mm-hmm. loose. Mm-hmm. Disgusting looking at those old price guides. <laughs> but they listed under playsets. Eternia. So for years then, my mind is like, Eternia place? Like, what is it? Like, nothing I, none of the mini comics I had, none of the, like, nothing ever referenced Eternia place. So in my mind, and this is on me, but in my mind, what I pictured was a royal palace place. 
that was you remember in the filmation like you know they do the panning shot and mm-hmm. they'd always truck in on that big kind of like octagon shaped like the main kind of palace build I always took it as the main part of the palace you know that yeah the throne room area or right whatever. so yeah. I, I pictured that thing like Grayskull and Snake Mountain like splitting open you know what I mean like that just in, okay. my, in my mind as a as a probably a teenager at this point like okay the grace goes like this and opens snake mounds like this and opens up like they could take that building and make it split and Emiliano has since kind of done uh, something similar in, in a proposed classics fan uh, mock up mm-hmm. but that's what I pictured at that it like okay it's that and it probably opens up and you've got the thrones and that would be cool maybe mm-hmm. Manor's workshop over here Kind of more Snake Mountain-ish and set up than Spray yeah. Skull, you know? And I'm like, sure. that, that'd be really cool. And then finally the internet comes along and I discover HeMan.org and it's like, oh, they have pictures of the Eternia playset and I load it up and, you know, dial, and I'm like, yeah. it finally slowly loads up and I'm like, okay. Like <laughs> three towers. There's a cat. Mm-hmm. What's, what's the cat that doesn't really? Mm-hmm. I, I just it it didn't feel very masters, you know. And that's I've since grown to appreciate it. Like the Viper Tower, it's it's a cool playset. But just after years of me in my mind, like imagining what this Eternia could be, and then it's like. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it, and not having that childhood nostalgia with it. Like I've never even felt the desire to seek out a vintage one, and I know that's kind yeah. of a big thing for a lot of collectors. But for me personally, with my age and everything else, it just it never interested me. Uh, with this cl- Origins playset, it's one of those things. Like if I'd had the money, like extra. I probably would have. It's a cool playset. And honestly, mm-hmm. the Origins one to me is more appealing than the Vintage because even if it's not necessarily made more durable, it's going to be newer. You know what I mean? Like the Vintage, those tracks are brittle by now and everything. Like, I get it, but there just wasn't enough for me to pull the trigger. But now mm-hmm. you, you grew up in the heyday. Of masters, mm-hmm. so you had to have known about this as a kid, right? I did. I actually stood by one in a Kmart one night, yeah. and I—I I mean, it, the the thing—the thing about masters when I was a kid was all the stuff near the beginning, and probably uh, like the wave with uh, Battle Armor He Man and Skeletor. That yeah. was like fire. That was absolute sure. like. My it, that era from the beginning until there was like that was He Man and I just ate and bra- breathed and bought and dreamt and everything that was that was my era and then when you started getting into like Thunder Punch He Man era and you got into Flying Fists and stuff like that that was when I started cooling off because I just it, like I like the um, Rock on and Stone Dar. And, and characters like that, but you were getting more into like the Snake Men, which we all know how I feel yeah. about that to begin with. And even as he you know, like later, like Young Productions T-shirt for our audio listeners. But, but there's know. no Snake Men scene. <laughs> He's <laughs> hiding no, right like, behind I, Battle Kit. Oh man, I 
I don't know. Like I, I was cooling on it so much by that point because I felt everything that they were doing in the later waves was making it more sci-fi than right. barbarian and sure. what I grew up with. And then, you know, like to have this new playset come out and I knew, I knew there was something going on with it because of the mini comics, because that was also like the, the search for Keldor and all that stuff. Yeah. And if I remember right, that was, they played a part in that. Yeah. And sure. I just was like, you can't you can't bring along something that then is said. Oh, this is supposed to be now the most powerful thing, even though Grayskull is supposed to be the most powerful thing, and right. you know at least that's what's holding the most power in the mystery. Now all of a sudden, these two, these three towers are out there with a tram. What the hell? Like that part was completely like I don't understand how the hell that is even a thing because Grayskull looked the way it did, but now there's trams. So, it, it, like, I was on the tram at Disneyland with my parents when I was, like, six years old. And I, I was like, that's lame. Why is there a tram in Masters <laughs> of the Universe? Like, like all of these little weird, uh, like, like the, um, uh, the, the, uh, what the hell was it? The, those, those, like, deluxe, um, things that you could put on the figures, like the stilt walker and all that stuff. Or stilt stalker or whatever. It's, oh, it's I love like, the those things stalkers. Are, no, but we're getting into that era where I'm just like, this is superfluous now. Like, why <laughs> are we doing this? This is so just, it, it, you're adding things to it to make money. And I could tell that even as a kid, like, I don't need that at all. I don't, I want characters that make sense to me. And uh, like, Eternia was never a thing. I didn't think it was all that great to begin with. The box art actually looked kind of cool, but yeah. it wasn't enough to sell me on needing well, like it. I, said, I mean, I've got, I, I've, so. I've literally got a blanket with the box art sure, behind me. Sure. Like, it's phenomenal. Yeah, it looks cool. Box art. It does. It looks, like I said, it, I've warmed to the idea of it, but, you know, just nothing can beat that disappointment. Like after, and that's my own fault. That's on me. I built it up in my mind to be something amazing. And like, okay, so we both pass on Eternia. Yeah. If they were to drop a Mattel crowdfund Royal Eternos Palace throne room, like I described, like Emiliano's mocked up. Mm hmm. Are you in on that? Funds allowed. I don't even know on that one, to be completely honest, no. because I, I like playset wise, Grayskull was for me like the epitome of I sure. needed that again in classics. Other than that, I don't really have anything like I, I didn't get in on Snake Mountain for classics. I and, it, you know, when it comes to when it comes to other uh, like the Origins line, I was not a fan of how Grayskull looked in that. So that it's like. Yeah. It would be. I'm one of those people that I'm at that point in my collecting. I think where I I'm like I really love this is out there for people that are excited about it, but I think I'm always scaling myself back in what I feel is necessary, and some of that is the whole I don't want to keep losing things to have to sell it. I want to have it on my shelf, but it, there's also like a my version of Masters isn't the throne room either like it was on every episode but that wasn't really what i wanted to see in he-man either so for you i could see that being like oh dear god take my money for me it's like 
I'm glad it's out there. I'm, I know Matt is giggling his it's, head off right now because it's, it's available if that would happen. Well, that's it. It's like <laughs> you get into filmation, which is my bread and butter. It's my backbone. It's Absolutely. my default. It's like yeah. Grayskull, Snake Mountain, Royal Palace. Like, yeah. I won't say it's completely shut up and take my money, but it's it's a hell of a lot higher up than uh, than the uh, Eternia. Yeah. See, like what, Revelation, what for play, instance. What place? Hang on, real quick. What place set would make you go shut up and take my money? Is the if if you had to pick one? Okay, um, I know you're kind of beyond the place sets, but uh, so. You know, Crystal Castle, Fright know. Zone, Slime Pit, Eternal's Palace. Um, uh, I I guess I guess if I had to do one, I probably would say a Slime Pit, only because I didn't have that as a kid. Oh no! And it's weird. I didn't have Eternia when when I was a kid, yeah. but the Slime Pit was still in that era of when oh, the, the you know it's like amazing. when the Horde showed up, it was still on fire for yeah. me. So, like, to have that, I'd rather have that than the Freight Zone, personally. Because I had the Freight Zone as a kid, and that was okay, but it wasn't, like, blowing my hair back right. much either. Freight Zone, it's so, so. it's so simple, but it's so iconic yeah. and so amazing. And it would probably be relatively cheap. I mean, I think that would be, like, a $30 playset even nowadays. Like, mm-hmm. even scaled up and everything. Like, it's a simple playset. They could do some fun stuff with it, coloring those details. Um well, and my kids have proven slime never got went away because my no, kids love playing with slime even to this day. It's back with a vengeance, exactly. So you know, like they, we'd have plenty, plenty of of uh, ammunition for that playset. It doesn't matter what color it even ended up being. <laughs> it's like okay, you know, purple. Let's do it. Red, awesome. That's going to be really gross, you know, or whatever. But exactly. but yeah, I. It's weird. Like I, I can't think of like playset wise what I would need anymore yeah. as like a centerpiece to display anything because like classic Square Skull was that was the one that I absolutely was like I need to find this one. And I was talking to people uh, at Legion's uh, Con the other week, and they're like, "Yeah, I got two or three off Maddie Collector when they were selling yeah. them," and I'm like, "Don't tell me that right now. I'm gonna cry because I know what I paid for it." And my wife will never let me live that down. And I wish I could have gotten in on it when they had those sales. And it was right before I got on Natty Collector and started actually getting into the line. I was a dunce, too. So, go figure. I was a dunce, too. (laughs) I got to say, for uh, up playsets, the only thing, like, obviously, money permitting, like, Crystal Castle Mm. and Fright Zone would both be amazing for me. But, again... I would want filmation. I'd want the te- techno fright zone, which same thing. Emiliano's done cool design work on that too. Just fan fan stuff, guys. Don't I know that nothing official's ever been done. He just did it as a fan. But yeah, with mm-hmm. like how that could split open, and then same thing, Crystal Castle. You know, that'd be pretty cool. With you know, I've got well, your light hope. Uh, and everything, mm-hmm. and he's very much in that filmation motif, you know. I just that's that's too where I really felt filmation really outdid the toy, like hands down, like they went completely yeah. different directions and they nailed it. Yeah, and 
honestly, like, I'd almost, I think the way that they could get me on the Crystal Castle, which, uh, again, I don't have hardly any Shira figures in my classics collection anyway, but if they did it where it was like Light Hope, where it's something that I didn't expect, but the minute I see it, I'm like, oh, I need that, or whatever. So, like, Light Hope's one that, yes, I, I he, he was mine, now he's yours, but he's one that I one day wouldn't mind getting back again one way or another, but it just worked out the way it did. Um, but it like, that's again, you know, kudos to the, the four horsemen and Nate Barch on that one. Cause Nate Barch really did like the design on that one yeah. to make him a legit figure within the line. And the minute I saw him when I got into classes, I'm like, they went there and this is what he looks like. Holy crap. Do I need that? You know? Oh, um, so, yeah, I've seen some cool stuff that people have done, and I, I can't remember uh, Emiliano did it or not in his, but where like with the Crystal Castle, like you use basically the filmation, but mm-hmm. then like for the entrance, it it's the the toy playset like as the entrance to it, you know, because it was very you know the toy uh... playset's very much the front is very much just the doors with kind of a Grayskull type like eyes and stuff you know what I mean mm-hmm. like so basically mm-hmm. you stick that into the filmation as the actual doors to it and it's just a nice little like homage and it kind of gives the best of both worlds that's that's really cool. kind of like the the way they handled it. I mean it wasn't completely like that but the way they handled Snake Mountain in classics to me right. it was like they tried to really mesh together the best of both worlds so you right. had the nostalgia but there was also enough of that filmation vibe where you're just like ooh that's the version that we could have had as kids right. instead of the one that we got so yeah I, I'm a fan of that honestly like because mm-hmm. uh, there is the familiarity to the filmation designs for me even but right. then when you mash it up with what we had or whatever then it's like okay you got the nostalgia of me playing and the nostalgia of what I was watching and if they do it creatively, it, it makes it a lot more interesting for me. So, hundred percent. But, but yeah, they they knocked it out of the park when they just introduced Brayskull in the beginning of the line and just go, hey, this is the place that you need to play at because this is where all the ma- magic and mystery and power is. It's like I don't need anything else. I'm good. You're like as a kid, <laughs> so I've always had that mentality yep. with the rest of the line. And I, I was lucky to get um, the Fright Zone when I was a kid. But it was still like it was. It was like I just used that as like this is this is a place where they have an adventure in. I didn't really worry about it as the fright zone per se. It was just like here's somewhere where we can have a monster attack, he man, cool or whatever. Exactly. So. All right, let's uh, let's look at some stuff. Uh, why don't we go live for a minute? Oh, we're going live. Why not? It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think we should be live as well as recording. We'll see if anybody pops up. Showing we are there. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the middle of episode 94. I know we did not say we were going to do this, but we're doing it. So if you're around right now and you got the notification on YouTube, please click on it. 
And if you weren't around days ago when we did this, then don't click that notification. It's just that simple. Yeah, that works. <laughs> yeah. All right. Nobody yet, but like I said, this was impromptu. Uh, we'll let it run for a little bit. We'll see if anybody pops on. Uh, we are going to take a look here at the Masterverse uh, CGI He-Man and the Masters Universe Skeletor. Uh, thank you very nice. much, Amazon. Black Friday, nine ninety nine. I oh man, yeah, you need to pay attention to the group chat. So I, you know what, you know what though, mm-hmm. I I couldn't have done it even then because I had other stuff going on. Ah, so <laughs> uh, standard Masterverse packaging uh, on the back. I don't know who did the artwork for these ones. If it was Nate or Eamon, or somebody completely different. Uh, but it looks phenomenal. Um, straight out of the cartoon, got this cross-sell, and of course the side uh, art as well. Very cool. Popper, the big figure. I mean, this, this guy fills the packaging. Very happy. This is one I know I've looked forward to, both him and the human from the CGI I've looked forward to this since they were first in the game. Yeah. I've been waiting for them to show up in stores. I haven't seen anything on that front, so you know, especially with the Black Friday deal to jump on. Uh, so first out we got that is weighty. So we got the Havoc staff here, great fluorescent green on there. Uh Real chain coming off of it. Uh, I got the little havoc. Actually, it's it's the Grayskull face. I didn't even really notice that, but in the purple, because it did come off a of Grayskull weapon. Spoiler alert that he made into the havoc mm-hmm. staff. Which are both uh, punchy hands and his complete skeleton bone and his regular blue. Oh! Oh, they started using. Masterverse articulation, even though these, I still say these are all completely new pieces. Because everything is so much beefier than a standard Masterverse figure, which I probably should have grabbed these things. Masterverse figure. Uh, what do we <laughs> We just do this for fun. Uh, if I had my stuff unpacked, but yeah, so he's got he's got all the standard stuff: ankle, wrist, uh, great detail on the belt, the full chains there. 
Mm-hmm. Armor is not removable, or at least not meant to be removed. I don't think of a single figure other than those that it would even work on because it's so big. Yeah, yeah, I just... Yeah. Uh, Makes the, sense. The head does have articulation, but the hood is uh, locked in. So you can mm-hmm. you can turn his head. It looks pretty doofy if you turn it too far. Uh, but yeah, all in all, uh, great-looking figure. So yeah, I love those the paint apps on him. The texture on the hood uh, looks amazing. Those I really need to get at some point. So with the good news that happened today. The chances of me being able to find them hopefully by January are pretty high then, and being able to put them on the shelf finally. Yeah, like I said, I, I hope they keep going with it. I hope so. I, uh, I'd at least like to get a couple more. I mean, I don't need I don't need a whole line because I think their I think their uh, their main line is is pretty decent for the price, but mm-hmm. yeah, this, this is phenomenal. It's just as I think though, like. If they did, like, for me, if they did Krona and they did, or not Krona, Kronos, and they did, um, and they did Trapjaw at least, because I like both of those versions on the show. You know, when he's depowered, he still looks great. When he's powered up, he looks great. Um, it's weird. Like, that one is the only one where I'm like, please at least let him go to that extent. And then I'd, I'd be the same way where I'm like, I don't really know if I need the other figures per se unless they do something really like uh, Sorceress I'd be curious how they do that because of her uh, her wings and all that stuff Oh yeah, she could be if they did too. them a little differently than the ones that they already had out for the CGI line or something but right. yeah I don't know I, I, I just I love I, I wasn't sure when we first found out about this show if I was going to dig these designs, but every time I see them in this form, oh yeah, I feel like a kid again every time, and I'm like, no, these designs—they're not masters when I was a kid, but it's still that, that spirit is still alive when I see these things. Oh, a hundred percent. And they uh, joints are nice and tight. I was checking all that, and you can put them in a nice like twirly dancing pose. So once I get oh there we once go. Once I get the He Man. You know, they can dance and spin. Twirl me, please. Twirl me. (laughs) Oh, let's get that staff. And I do like that it has the chain on the uh, Havoc staff, just like on the show, too. Yeah, it's kind of looking. I thought there was a spot to actually... Oh, that hand is tight. He's going to hold that. I thought there was actually a spot to hook the chain to, but it seems to just kind of... There. Hmm. It think. seems like that thing's pretty. He- you were saying the joints are tight, but now when you put that in, once I put the habit, yeah, yeah that, that, it, that it's top heavy. So yeah, once I put yeah. the, that in there, definitely the uh, it's definitely uh, feeling the joint. It's and of course that wrist is going to be a little weaker because it does have the the pop capability. Yeah. True. Um, it's the the Fisto two, uh, Fisto Classics deal where you put that 2000X sword in in his hand. 
you when I'm holding it upright, you're going to find them the other way around, probably an hour later. So, unfortunately, the they're consistent, if nothing else. <laughs> Here's a really big weapon, by the way. It isn't going to stand upright. <laughs> and Scott Baker did pop in. He is watching it uh-huh. work. He's got the sound turned down, but he figured he'd say hi. Hi, Scott. Hi, Scott. I got to hang out with him at Leeds. It's kind of really good. Uh, yeah, rub it in some more. <laughs> yeah, uh, did you know Scott and I hung out at Leeds? Scavarna was all around town from what I heard. Probably about the biggest. That was like the Hey Jealousy song. Probably about the biggest disappointment <laughs> here, and uh, it's I'd have to look, but for scale, it's probably accurate. But the Havoc staff is short, so that that two-handed. Uh, I mean, I can get the two hands on there, but it's not really, like, it's barely in there. You know what I mean? Like, you can't do the good, uh, like, with classics, you can do that good, like, pointing the Havoc stack, yeah. you know? Um, I want to say that's probably, though, pretty close to how it is on the show, because he doesn't do, like, he does more one-handed stuff on right. the show when he has that's what I'm saying. anything I, else. I think that I it's, think that's pretty I think close. it's show-accurate length. But it's disappointing mm-hmm. for that pose. Um, sure. And like I said, with no place to really put that chain, which is interesting because I thought that I thought the promo pictures all had it hooked, but there's really no place to hook it to. Um, even the way his kind of spikes on his wrist are. Um, oh, unless. I wonder if the no, yeah, the link's not big enough to get that peg hole through. Yeah, so apparently the chain just kind of hangs there. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I like that it's still there. No, I love that it, it's there. It just like I said, I want to go back and look at those promo picks now because I swear it was actually like a te- you know, like it was. It wasn't just hanging straight. You know what I mean? That's all. Mm-hmm. Just confusing my mind. All right. That's Skeletor. Uh, I do have some other boxes to open. We'll take that back to the regular show, though. We just wanted to stop by, test the streaming, make sure that's working right. Uh, stay tuned. Episode 94 will be dropping soon. Thanks, Scott, for coming and popping in unannounced. And uh, until next time, guys. Ah, that was fun. That was nice of Scott to jump into. Yeah, definitely. So, oh, he was fun to talk to. I hope that, I hope I get to talk to him again soon in person because he was at Legion's Con. You got anything you so, want to show, Sean? <laughs> um, honestly, that I don't think I have anything new. New. Um, there's some Mythic Legions ones here and there, but for the most part. You're the you're the opener today. I'm gonna let you yeah. go crazy because I know you got something from me anyway. I so got something from you. We'll end up talking shop about that. I'll finish with that. Let me set Skelly right. You can go on the top. <laughs> uh, I do have a box from the Motu Merchman on Facebook. Yeah, I can open it without taking my headphones with it. Uh, did a little trade with him. Got something pretty cool. 
I always say every time that I should pre-open my boxes, and then I never do by the next time. So, got the... Sports! Ooh, Griffin took <laughs> second in the PIAA. Freeport rallied over. Oh, here we go. Sports ball. Sports ball. <laughs> oh, but more importantly, I got this badass Masters of the Universe bowl from Dika in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Made in the USA. I have a date on it. Oh, hmm. here we go. Uh, copyright Mattel Incorporated 1983. This is definitely some early artwork on here, and it is yeah. in phenomenal shape. The Grayskull. He-Man versus Skeletor, right out of the old early mini comics. This thing, this thing looks even better in person than it did in the pictures he had there. Nice, uh, uh in front of oh, the yeah, fight the scene. Get ready to rumble. Yeah, yeah. Man at Arms, Beast Man, He-Man, Skeletor. Uh, oh, and then the classic He-Man holding Beast Man over his head with Tila and Skeletor in the background. Man at Arms. Mm-hmm. A little winged pterodactyl that, you know, all those little beasties early. Seriously, this is in phenomenal shape. It's a little dusty. I'll have to get that out. But, yeah, the graphics are perfect on this. Uh, so, yeah, I'll be sitting in my new basement once it's all decked out, watching some email, eating some cereal out of my bowl. Lucky charms. Yeah, that's not bad. Crunch bears. Or, or you could do uh, just get some uh, Honey Nut Cheerios, call them Orcos, and sit and watch some film animation. <laughs> exactly. Oh, this will this will definitely get some use after gentle hand washing. Um, yeah. But yeah, phenomenal. God. I, I cannot believe the richness of these graphics. Still, like you know, this this could not have been used in the 80s. Because we all had this mm-hmm. stuff growing Probably. up, and by the time you, you know, you'd use it, reuse it, and it'd get all faded oh, yeah. and everything, like, I mean, this is pristine. So thank you very much. That were to Merch Man. That, that reminds me, uh, Super 7 had the, the glass tumblers yes. that they did, using the old school, uh, mm-hmm. the, the card back artwork. Yep, the cross. And I ended up with a yeah, I got a He-Man and a Skeletor. They had them at FYE one afternoon, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm getting these. Mm-hmm. And then I, I went down the rabbit hole, and I'm like, well, I need a Tila now. And I need a – I think I got Tila, Beastman, Man-at-Arms, and Manny Faces. Yeah, I think there's, like, one I missed, though. And so it's like – and they aren't they don't show up on eBay as often as I thought they would. So that's like a – when nah. they show up, grab it. And that, that was – and that was one of those things where it's like, I'm like, eh, I'll wait. Like, they, they were mm-hmm. a little bit pricey, and... They were they were close to 20 I think they were 20 I want to say. And I'm like, eh, hey, I'll wait. There'll be a sale or something. And then it was just like, and they're gone. And it's like, oh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so that's how we're playing that. <laughs> See, I don't think I got any. I could, maybe there was a trap jaw. I, th- I want to say there could have been, or there might have been, if if not Stratos Zodak for some reason. Oh, according to this, that's a 
I see. Uh, Man Arms, Tila, He-Man, and Manny Face is on eBay right now for $90 with free shipping. Uh, okay, it looks like... And then the Evil Warriors set was Skeletor, Beastman, Merman, and Triclops. So it looks like... Oh, uh, see, I don't have Triclops. I know like, that. I think I just have Skeletor and Beastman. Yeah, so eight total. Four and four. Yes, that makes sense. Oh, and then someone else, I don't know if it's Super 7, but they made the the Filmation-style ones with He-Man, Skeletor, Beastman, and Teal. Those were also tempting, but I didn't get those either. Uh, Alright, still on me. And finally... Oh, here we go. I got a big box from Sean Scavarna. He was nice enough to take care of me with some Legion's Con stuff. And I'd just like to point out right now the difference between me and Sean. <laughs> There's plenty already, but let's so, go. So, <laughs> I forget exactly what it was, but I know, I think it was, actually I think it was for your birthday one year. I sent you a box, mm-hmm. a gift. It had to have been birthday, because I don't think we've ever done Christmas, so, but... Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, I'm sending this to you. It's going to get there like the day before we record. Because we had an episode set up. This was when we were still on, yeah. on task. Like, it's going to get yep. there like Thursday. We'll record on Friday. <laughs> yeah. I save, remember this. Save thing. it for Friday and we'll, op- and we'll <laughs> open it on the show. Yep. <laughs> So Thursday night, yep. Sean sends mm-hmm. me a message. Hey, thanks for whatever it was. I think it might have been the foot yep. soldier, the the, the yeah. pack. Uh, you 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 got me those, and then the other one was Skelevator. He sent you. Oh, that's right. He I forgot. That's also. right. He's... And then I posted it in our group, and you're like, you're supposed to open it in the next episode. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, I completely forgot. Yeah. So I literally <laughs> tell him like, hey. I want to see you open this. And he's like, hey, I opened it the second yep. I saw it on my doorstep. <laughs> I'm that guy. Meanwhile, this this <laughs> arrived on the 12th. So yep. over two weeks I've been holding on to this because I wanted to open it live on the show. So that's that's one of the big differences between me and Sean. I well, that I, and, <laughs> and the other thing, too, is you had a lot going on in general. So that actually, it, you had a buffer of crazy going but, on. <laughs> so you, you know, you're good at least there. I will yeah, say, I, I've to... never been since I was a kid. I've never been that impatient to like open, like 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 Christmas present. Like I've never wanted to open stuff early. Like I've had people give me like Christmas presents like beforehand and be like, "Oh, you can open it now." I'm like, "No, nah, I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait till Christmas." See, like, I, I like that. So opposite. Of I you. like that not knowing. <laughs> you know that like uh, you know, like you you are the Riddler though. That's right. The thing. I like you I like, like the build up. I like the game. Yeah. You're building. And I'm 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 if if I was Batman to your Riddler, I'd be the one just running in with a baseball bat or sledgehammer, going, "We're gonna break the maze. I'm done <laughs> with the damn maze. Let's just get to the end." <laughs> exactly. Where is it? You made a present. I'm not saying either one's better or worse. I'm just saying. I just, I, my self control was not as good as 
Well, I never had self-control, to be <laughs> honest. So. All right, right off the bat here. Oh, my God, these are bigger than I than they look on TV. Uh, so Sean did help me out. I've got the unknown one, the day yeah. one Legion's Con exclusive. Some Nate March artwork. He looks phenomenal. Very cool. Oh, and I got his cloth piece. Sean was not one of the ones that dropped it on the showroom floor. Nope. Uh, I made sure I got him for if I had any that I bought. I was like, yes, please. Someone could have made a killing just from picking those up. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Sean also helped me out with the uh, Furious Four. Exclusive, so I've got both the exclusives. Who am I going to make? Ooh, it's so exciting. Now, real quick here, for those who don't know or don't follow Mythic Legion, so uh, the Furious Four are tribute figures for the My Wife Is Gonna Kill Me uh, show hosts. Uh, friends of the show, Jeremy, mm-hmm. Steve, Travis, and Pete. Uh, Steve's going to be pissed I didn't mention him first. But, <laughs> very cool. I mean, it's, honestly, it makes this set even more awesome. Like, hey, I know those guys. Like, I've sat in the room with those guys. Um, mm-hmm. But just a thought. See, like, I've never done that in their studio. So there, you run up on you, me there. Yeah, you've never been in the studio. But I've never been yes. to Legion's kind of them. Um, but very cool set. It's got all the parts to make... Uh, four different figures, but only two bodies. So I got to decide who I'm going to make for now, and then I'll probably I'll probably just wait till the standard release and grab a couple extra bodies. But tell me that there was not some thought put into the pack out. As I was looking at these online, I'm like, okay, so Jeremy and Travis are packaged as the extra heads. And then yep. Pete and Steve are packaged on the bodies. That has mm-hmm. to be because they knew that Pete and Steve would bitch up a storm if they were treated mm-hmm. as these secondary characters. And they knew Jeremy and Travis are just cool, easygoing guys, and they don't give a shit. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. <laughs> Can you imagine the uproar from either of Pete or Steve if they had been a disembodied head? And and the thing is, as you know, American wise, we read left to right. right. So the fact that the first one that your eye probably goes to is Pete because of left, right? And the and on top of that, like Steve's figure is a darker figure, mm-hmm. so Pete's being the bright red that it is grabs your eye automatically, and then it, you go over and you're like, and there's Steve, but there's Pete. And you just keep going back to Pete because of the red bull face and everything, the bull head. Exactly. Ah, oh, cool figures though. I can't wait to pull this apart. Alright, well, no, everything's falling on me. Where goes Skeletor? <laughs> you just, good. you defeated Skeletor. He's, 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 with he's, 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 he's good. <laughs> Alright. Oh, and finally. And finally, after all this time. We have a Kairos. There you go. And this guy I bought. Actually, this was back in April. April. 
That was one I did intern for the day. The and first I bought him thinking I'll take him for myself. And then when I left, I was like, I feel bad. I, I, I got to do all this other stuff and I feel like at least you or Jesse should be able to get something out of it that was special. And Jesse was automatically like, Oh, let Matt have him. Cause he, he, he's too nice. He already had, I think he either, he, he was going to get that figure himself or something and. It just, yeah, it yeah. just worked out that he wanted you to have them, and I'm like, okay, that's right. cool. I've got Purplore already, Kauros. And so there actually, you go. I did not, I was not interested in these guys. I've told the story before, so I keep it short. I was not interested in these guys until I realized that they have alternate goblin heads, and mm-hmm. they're, they, it makes them really cool, like unique, um, no, not goblin, orc. Right? Orc, orc, orc heads. Heads, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Jeremy Gerard. Don't come after me again. <laughs> you don't need to make a whole video uh, attacking me. It's a simple slip of tongue. <laughs> but yeah, so I just play my purple lore with the alternate head, and I'm going to just play Kauros with his alternate head too. I think it just makes some really uh, unique uh, orc characters, and I love my monsters. Mm-hmm. Now that is the stuff I knew about, but I see something else in here. So let's see. Oh, he got me an unknown one print from Nate Barch. That that is part of my winnings. Oh, that's part. Oh yes, tell the audience what you won. I Uh, in case they didn't listen to the Legion's Con recap. Yeah, the the off world recap that we did. So uh, before Legion's Con. And the My Wife is Going to Kill Me support group, or the page, it's the Patreon one, the Victims page, I think it is. Yep. And also in the Cabal, uh, Pete had people, uh, he's like, hey, you know, respond here, and your name will be entered on a wheel, and you will get to be a part of a trivia contest at Legion's Con when they do a a recorded episode. So I'm just like, I can't, I just put like, you know, Whatever, I don't even remember what I responded with, but it turned out uh, I ended up winning. And Anthony Houseel, who is he's involved with uh, Toy Forge yep. as well as uh, he's also like in conjunction with Wolf King Customs with Len, Len LaGuardia, and um, and he's also a, a He Man fan as well. His son is a huge He Man fan now that I got to meet him after RetroCon this year. Oh yeah, and um, it was the two of us going head to head in this trivia contest. And the whole time, every time we would meet up, we would just go like, "What do you think this trivia contest is going to be?" And both of us were like, "I have no idea." And Pete, when we get to Legion's Con. He, he comes up to me and he just starts laughing in my face and he's like, I can't wait to get you in front of everybody for this. Oh my God, you're going to love it. And he's like, <laughs> I think he figured it was going to be completely making me go, I don't, you know, like, I don't know anything about this toy line. Well, and, um, and but real, then, real quick, I know I've listened to old Moitikum episodes where they did like, uh, I think it was like the first Mesquite Con, maybe. They did, like, an in-person trivia thing there. Yeah. And it was, like, mm-hmm. this whole Jeopardy thing mm-hmm. and, like, categories and, like, before and after. Like, he put some, he, you know, I can see why mm-hmm. you'd be like, okay, what did he cook up? You well, know? Exactly. Exactly. So we go there, and then 
he says it's not just going to be Anthony and me going head to head. It's going to also be Cornboy starting it. He's the litmus test where they'll run all 10 questions by him and they'll see what happens. And apparently other people that also work with the horsemen, yep. when they found out the cornboy was going to be involved, they're, they're like, oh, these guys are going to be fine then because the cornboy <laughs> doesn't know anything about the line he's helping. Cornboy said that. <laughs> and he, he said, and, and he ended up with seven out of 10 and he goes, oh my God, they should just fire me. And everybody was <laughs> laughing their heads off. So Anthony and I ended up uh, going head to head and we both tied. So then they wanted to do sudden death, which, which meant the second they said that, Anthony pulls his shirt off in front of everybody and wants to start wrestling me. Sure. And in order to As get away do. from that, I truffle shuffled the hell out of my body mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. in front of everybody. And Anthony laughed to the point where it was like we couldn't even fight because I, everybody was laughing. I think we're going to need a reenactment um, of that, Sean. <laughs> Unfortunately, no one was videoing. <laughs> there it's you a, go. It's everything I do. <laughs> the YouTube, the YouTube <laughs> thing. We're gonna get shut down for that. They're gonna be like, it's just too much jelly. Nobody can ha- handle this. But anyway, yeah. Long story short, I I ended up winning, and it was gonna be Anthony and I splitting the prize, and Anthony just goes, let Sean have the prize. And what's funny is I was supposed to give my address to the to one of the hosts, yeah, so that they could send it to Cornboy, and he had other stuff he was going to send, and that's never happened. Did you? So send, I'm, I'm like, did you? I send sent it address? to tra- I I sent my address to all four of the hosts. Going, <laughs> I, I don't know which of you four is in touch with them the most. Here's my address. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I I and honestly, I left there like this with like boxes. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I felt almost embarrassed leaving the room because I had no idea I was going to walk in there and, uh, and like awesome. Anthony was going to be as generous as he was. But yeah, I, I left with, uh, I had two of the, uh, yeah, it was two of the furious four packs. And, uh, I also over, over here, have a headless horseman that, uh, nice. cornboy brought to it. So I got to open that one up and put it up on the shelf then too, because I've been busy, but yeah, it, it was, it was the craziest thing. Like I went in there, I told Travis, I went in there with literally like a hundred bucks if I was lucky. Yeah. And I left with all of this stuff and I'm like, I don't know how the hell that happened, but this is like the Cinderella story of 2022 for me, just going to Legion's con. So, um, one of the best, yeah, it was literally like one of the best parts of the con because I could not imagine that happened the way it did. Awesome. Awesome. And you you deserve it. I'm glad for you and you have represented Legends of Grayskull well in the trivia. <laughs> You've trained arena. me. Yes. 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 <laughs> my my Obi-Wan slash Yoda slash Sorceress. I don't know who else you want to use, I but yeah, you putting people on the spot. You've, You've gotten me so used to quizzes and things like that that I'm like, okay. I, I was more like, so how deep are we getting into this lore? Because I don't know if Anthony knows as much as about that either. I think we both have like a base knowledge and we're good, but we're not Jeremy Gerard or anybody like that, you know? <laughs> Technically, either way, you won it because there was some horrible timing. Like they they should have been ashamed of the the way they did the timing. <laughs> there wasn't even the need for the tiebreaker. Like, yeah, true, true. 
But <clears throat> and, and the thing was, if I could have just said Eagleist, that would have been the end of it. But I couldn't, for the life of me, they were saying that was the one I couldn't think of. What yeah. was the bird that was offered recently? I'm like, I well, don't collect were- the birds. I couldn't even tell you one of their names except for Eagleist. But I was like, right. I don't think it was him. No, it was him. It was. And that, the only reason, I, and I guessed that, and the only reason I guessed that was because he was the one most available on Big Bad Toy Store. So I'm like... Yeah. All right, that would make sense if he got a re-release. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, I should have went with my gut, but at the same time, I was just like, I got nothing because there are segments of that line I don't tread into. One of them is the birds. It just those really aren't grabbing me the way that the uh, the, the typical figures do. And they they did have a couple questions on there which were actually like multiple choice, even though they didn't phrase them as such. So that would that mm-hmm. that messed with me a, a little bit. I'm like, well, which one do they want? And well, it turns out they would have accepted like either answer as long as it fit the the bill. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, he's that Pete. He's got a few tricks up his sleeves. So yeah, definitely. <laughs> Apparently, I, I I didn't realize that when I get cornered, I will truffle truffle my way out of, to freedom though, and that was just all brand new to me that day. And I'm like, okay, and now. Yeah. You know, apparently, that is one of my claims to fame. Since then, anybody who saw it is like, yeah. "Oh, that man will truffle <laughs> shuffle you for his life." It's like, hey, darn. When you, I, I said it before, and I'll say it again. When you have a guy that's like Anthony House Seal, who looks like Captain America and Chewbacca, had a little weekend in Vegas, and nine months later he showed up. You don't really want to have that guy grapple you when he takes his normal shirt off. He's got just his tank top underneath, and you're like. That man has more hair than muscle, and he's got lots of muscle already. What the crap? You know? Damn, he's wearing a tank top underneath. He's tough. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know people that wear tank tops. I'm so I, I'm so insular. I mean, <laughs> I just I hang out at home, and I design my magazines, and I want to play with my toys downstairs at the end of the day. I wear my, yeah. I wear my hoodie on the beach in the middle of summer. I, I, like. I do. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not letting people see what's underneath this shirt. Nobody needs it. Sheesh. Yeah. All right, guys. Hey, I think that's an episode. I know we do have some stuff to catch up on. Uh, Tony Moore, Simba's Guard, I have your email. We will get to it. We just wanted to do a quick uh, jump on, open some stuff, and let you all know that we're not dead. We will get back to a regular schedule here, and uh, we got some we got some big things coming up, so... Tony, we got an email. We owe you a remastering of Beastly Sideshow. It's coming. Don't you worry. Sean, anything you want to throw out there before we take off? Uh, Honestly, I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving since that was just last weekend. And we're going into the holidays. So, hey, happy holidays, whatever you celebrate and all that stuff. We will see you before that point, I'm sure. Oh, we gotta do a Christmas um, episode. We do. It's a tradition. We have never missed a Christmas episode. This is true. And then uh, there will be things coming from me for us uh, soon that I'm hoping will... Yeah, I know. I'm hoping we will reveal sooner than later. It's up to whether I'm getting it done quickly enough or not. So that's all on me. (laughs) <laughs> but I will say really quick, uh, I did show Nate Barch what I've been working on, and he quite liked where we're going with this. So since it, Nate is cool with it, and he didn't <laughs> see it until Legion's Con, and Matt's also seen what we're doing, 
it's like, you know, you know talk about it's invigorated me to know this is going to be really cool for the fans. Absolutely. And on that note, make sure you go seek out. We do have a new private group for Legends of Grayskull. It is the Legendati, L-E-G-E-N-D-A-T-T-I, um, Secret Society supporting the Legends of Grayskull podcast. That is where you will get all the exclusive stuff. We'll do exclusive votes and stuff. And it just... We heard you. Some guys don't like their fandom loud and proud, you know, and I completely get it. Mm -hmm. I was that way for a long time, so it is a private group. No one can see what's going on, and that's where we share the secrets. That's where you get the sneak peeks. We've got a new logo coming. That's not really a secret anymore, but the fans helped us decide what font to use for that, Um, and it is where... That logo will be revealed first whenever I finally get it. <laughs> so it's not just me, folks. <laughs> join the group, uh, subscribe, like, share. Uh, we're still approaching a thousand. I know we took some time off, so that's on us. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, if you know some guys who you think would like it, please feel free to share it with them. Hopefully, they can subscribe. Uh, I got something uh, big and amazing to give away when we hit a thousand. Uh, so help us get there. Uh, we got our third year anniversary coming up in January. We've already been talking about that. We it just it's it's mm-hmm. a good time to jump back in. Again, I do apologize for the delay and the hiatus, but don't worry, we're back. We're gonna get some content out here before the holidays, and we got a strong uh, year planned after that. Mm -hmm. So thank you guys for tuning in, and until next time, eat some cereal with Skeletor. Oh, come on. Oh, Oh!